All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the B2B podcast where we capture and share killer ideas for big business. And ladies and gentlemen, we got a beast in the building today. He is the chief revenue officer of OTB Digital, formerly had a run with Hootsuite and is a podcast host himself. He helps businesses increase sales using strategic personal branding, content creation, and social listening. Please welcome Jared <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> that is by far the best intro I've ever received. <laughs> Thank you, Trav, my brother. Thank you for, for having me on the show, man. It's an honor to be on the Beast Note show. I'm a fan. I'm a supporter, bro. And like I said, man, I'm just happy to finally meet you, bro. It's a pleasure. Hey, likewise, um, you are making an impact. You're making waves out there. Uh, appreciate everything you're doing. Uh, where are you tuning in from today? How is it over there? Yeah, I'm in the Bronx right now, so it's it's a little yeah. sunny out here. It's not it's not 80 degree in pina colada weather, but we we hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta love it, man. Loved and really just appreciate your journey. Um, so I'm curious, what are you most grateful for right now in your world your life your business your everything you got going what's what's top of mind right now what are you most grateful for always grateful for family always Mm. because that because that's that's who we do it for brother like you know all the long days so to give everybody context like i started the personal branding journey because i was in a weird spot with sales you know what I mean? And I'm like, man, I have one good year, one bad year. I have killer quotas. I mean, killer commission checks. And the next year, I'm sitting there on the unemployment line trying to figure it out. I'm like, there <laughs> has to be a way that I can scale me. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, you know, so I'm thinking of like, oh, so obviously I'm thinking of my family first. So how can I create some generational wealth? How can I be more successful? How can I really forecast success and get to where I want to be in my life? And we end up just, I was like, man, I'm betting on content. I'm betting on myself. So if I can scale it and actually speak to people like me and you, Trav, me and you build a relationship, I know we can do some business because we're going to be genuine. It's going to be organic. Nothing's going to be forced, right? So I just want to show myself. So I would just go downstairs every morning when I started at this agency, man, and just post content. We go get a coffee. We put out our phone, no editing, no anything, just on a regular iPhone. And we would talk about SEO. We talk about content, Kobe Bryant passing away, how to slide in someone's DMs. Anything that happened that day, we would just talk about it. And the whole goal was just to just to be people, humanize us and not make us sellers. And that's what that's what happened. And from there, like two months in, man, I kid you not, bro. We're in the middle of Manhattan. Me and my brother Lee go shout out to Lee. Um, we would go get chicken parms or something for lunch. People stopping us and actually like, yo, that's Jared and Lee. And I want to take a picture. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm just a regular dude from the Bronx making yes. content on my phone. And that's when the light bulb, it was just like, man, this is serious. And we've got to do something with it. So long story short, bro, we end up closing $450,000 deal as a result of the relationships and, you know, stuff we were doing online. And we started the podcast. And from there on, bro, I have to go into more details. But we end up closing $2.2 million at that agency without a cold call or email, all inbound. There we go. This yes, is sir. what it's about. This is what the show, the journey, the content, like creation in general um, is about being able to, to me, it's about this empowering, this, this level of freedom and control that we can take in our life to take care of our family or literally if it's the opposite to do, to be able to just travel to Bali and work on your laptop. Like there is this other version of things, but, um, 
all of it stems around this new digital medium, this new era um, that you're tapping into. And uh, the opportunity you just mentioned, I think, is a brilliant place to go for our first half of the show here where we look for a specific story to spotlight. And I think we might have found it. So how (laughs) in the world um, did you generate, uh, what was this, 2.2 mil? Was that what we was just mentioned a moment ago? Um, With out that outbound hustle, that struggle, the the what everybody else assumes when you hear big level sales, you think you're knocking on doors, um, just smiling and dialing over a thousand <laughs> phone calls this week. And what we are seeing, the transition in this new era of business is yeah. I'm gonna very, I'm gonna guess it's not gonna be any of those strategies. I'm it's gonna None. be the all of the content production and those bridges that you built to those relationships. So I would love to explore that entire story. Um, Let's start with how in the world uh, did that relationship start? How do you start building relationships with big ticket, high level folks? This is a difficult challenge a lot of folks have. And clearly you guys had a nice little formula or recipe here um so i'd love to just hear that story how how did it unfold and and what lessons can we extract to take forward with us absolutely trash so i'm, I'm gonna tell you i'm gonna take you from the beginning right so once again I'm, I'm in a weird place in my career at that time i had just left Talkwalker, which was a a big social listening tool i had to br- end up bringing their Talkwalker influencer one platform to market long story short i ended up leaving there and i'm like how the heck did i get to a small 15 person agency like what the heck just happened <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But it was it was through a relationship with my friend, one of my good friends I used to work with. He said, meet the CEO, this founder of this company, man. I think you guys will hit it off. So I'm speaking with the guy and we're just hitting it off. And I'm like, yo, where are we generating revenue? How are you generating revenue? Right? Because in the back of my mind, I'm tired. If you want me to go after Nike, Uber, and Lyft, they don't know us. And they damn sure don't know Jared Thomas. So I, I'm, a, I'm a sales gun for hire, but I can't make miracles happen, right? So, so, so what are we really doing? So he just told me he had a real conversation with me, man. He sat me down. He was like, man, I'm on, I'm on Twitter. I got 50,000 followers. I'm a keynote speaker. I create content. Um, you know, I'm a thought leader in the space. Light bulb went off track. Bing! Really? Okay, so it's not the actual, actual thousand emails that I don't like sending out anyway that I know is... Is BS because my marketing mind tells me if I'm sending a thousand emails and get three meetings, what about the 997 people who think I'm a jerk or, or hate my messaging? They're laughing at my shit in the sales meetings. You know what I'm <laughs> so that's what I thought about, man. So I was like, all right, cool. So you stay on Twitter. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on LinkedIn every single day, bro. I had maybe 1,500, 2,000 followers. And I just, my mindset was that's where business is, right? So not going to go to Instagram. That's where our target audience is. So let me go there. So once again, me and my sales partner, we would go downstairs every morning. We just started. No rhyme, no reason, no strategy. It was just very simple. If we put ourselves out there and people like us as people, they're going to end up finding out what we what we do. So a dude told me a good line when I first started, and I, I held on to this. Teach them how to fish, and they'll learn you sell fishing poles. Oh, That was one of the realest yes. lines I've ever heard, bro. And it was like, whoa, it's so simple. But it's so real. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you don't want to be sold and be told. If I'm telling you how to do marketing strategy and SEO and content, if I could perform at my pace at a, at a very high clip, what I would do for you. And if you need something, you're going to come to me. Think about the ones who do it really well, like yourself. Look at ABS. You know, people that do it at a very high level. And that's where marketing is going to be. That's what sales is going to be. It's going to be a hybrid role. Sellers are going to have to be marketers and marketers are going to have to be sellers. 
So that's where we were at. So, and that was my mindset, bro. And we just did it. So every day we would just go there and little by little, it was just more relationships. Like VPs would reach out to us, CEOs. I, I put up a, a dinner, a, a Christmas party, the CEO of Stars Entertainment, like the post and, and stuff like that. Like showing me showing a medium rare steak on LinkedIn. Is that valuable? Probably not. But guess what? It makes me human. <laughs> he could have been at a steakhouse right then and there eating a medium rare. And like, holy shit, me and Jared have something in common. And now when I reach out to you, I'm not a stranger. It's not stranger danger. You know, mm. Salesperson. So it's all psychology. And I tell people, it's like the billboard. LinkedIn is the world's busiest highway. And for free, we, me and you, Trav, we got a billboard on the busiest highway. Wow. On the busiest highway. So even if you don't see me, even if you don't know me, when you do see me in person, when you do see us post, or when you do come across us, we're not a stranger. It comes out, hey, man, I love your stuff. And it could be people that never even liked your stuff, bro. These are people I've closed that would be like, hey, Jared, I've been following you for two years. I've got a 100K budget. I need help with X, Y, Z. Can we hop on a call tomorrow? Like, hell yeah, we can hop on a call today. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And that's what it was. So at first, it sounded crazy because me, I'm a salesperson that's been trained on forecasting and all those different things. So imagine me going to my CEO and saying, look, I'm going to close revenue, but I need them to come to me. No rhyme or reason. He's like, a, a, you know, you're like, what the hell? What the hell are you thinking, Jared? Are you betting on that? And it worked, man. So we would get leads in inbound. I would get leads directly into my LinkedIn. Um, then we did the podcast because once I first started, the pandemic happened. Mm, so 700K of pipeline just disintegrated, bro. Here we go. This sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> yep, just disintegrated. I'm, it went from Jared, we're about to sign the contract to Jared. I don't know if I'm going to have a job or survive next week. So it was like, fuck, what am I going to do, man? Luckily, yeah. we got the big deal I told you about. So that kind of kept us afloat. So my main goal was to let's let's go get the potential ICP on a podcast. Let's talk about our expertise. Let's talk about SEO and let's just be people. Let's have a beer with them. Let's talk. Let's just press a live button and let's be informal. And mm. then from there, bro, business started to happen. And so we started interviewing like the SEO of Advanced Auto Parts, Shopify, um, then the CEO Revolt and Rap Snacks. And these are all people that were just doing it organically. And I'm just DMing. I'm just DMing like, hey, man, like, what's up, man? I would love to get on the show, man. I love your shit. I thought you'd never ask. And it's like, what? You know me? <laughs> it's like, what? You know me, bro? Like, and that's when, and that's wow. when things just started taking off, bro. And, and it's those relationships. That's how everybody, relationships are currency, man. You don't have to sell. You don't have to do anything. Like I, people who mentor me, I don't even think about anything transactional because if you like me as a person and if you have a need, you're going to come to me because you trust me. Ooh. And that's it. And if you don't, cool. I'm not your cup. Of, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. But if I am, then we could do business for a very long time. And then you're going to have somebody that you could trust that's credible. I say what I'm, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And I'm very good at what I do. So, and that's what's happened, bro. So we closed 2.2 million all from inbound, all from messages like that. And what we've seen is we actually took the sales cycle from four months to maybe about a month and a half, two months max, because they're already ready to buy. Wow. They're giving you the problems in the discovery call. I don't have to sit there and be like, hey, John, what technology are you using? Like, you're like, they're yeah. like, Jared, I use this, this, and a third. Man, this asshole doesn't know what he's doing over here. And we got to figure it out. We had a bad partner and we just need to correct this thing. And it's like, okay, <laughs> that's all you need. And that, and man, so many great relationships. So I, so once, first and foremost, thank you to everybody who reached out, all the, the business and people who trusted us with the business because it meant a lot to me. And I could have failed flat. I could have, nobody could have reached out. And I, yeah. I'd have been, you know, just a regular salesperson and had a bad quarter and be like back to the drawing board. But we were on to something very early and the timing of that same thing with you, Trav, the timing of what we were doing was 
fucking impeccable. Yep. It was impeccable. So, so, so much gold in here to unpack um, that I'm extracting. And I think one of the big ones here you mentioned uh, is currency. Use the word currency. Um, And especially in this new, what they're calling the creator economy, your content is your currency, your network, your relationships, that social infrastructure is where and how empires are built. So yet another common thread uh, to add to the list here. So that social currency um, and then one that I see and kind of perceive as you were able to get these big names uh, is this inbound, this content, this personal branding creates social lubrication. So those people that used to be very difficult to reach lots of friction, lots of guard uh, gatekeepers guarding them. Uh, Suddenly you start to realize the more you create, the less friction there is in those relationships. And I love seeing that in your story again, as you were mentioning those names and like they're big companies, big names that are normally would never even be on a little blip on their radar. But because you were able to buck up and, step into that version of yourself, that more public version that a lot of us don't want. I'm a natural introvert. I didn't want to be in the spotlight, but I recognize the value at play here. Um, And it does bring the best people. I think the last, the third element that I'm extracting here is that it's essentially a filtering process. What you used to have to do in prospecting and discovery and all of this that almost just feels like wasted time is the people that are naturally going to be a good fit for you and or your offer are going to start falling into your lap. And then the people that would have wasted your time and would have been the ones complaining or not vibing after six months, they're already pre-filtered out. Like it's but a that, lot. <laughs> that, but that's the beauty of authenticity, bro. It's, Cause I'll be honest before, I, before I went to the agency, I was a cognac Oxford wearing guy shirt buttoned up phone voice wearing dude. And I'm just being honest. And and I was successful doing that. But when I said effort, I made more money than I have in my life. And the CEO from that first brand, the agency, he said something very real to me. He was like, man, if they don't want to work with you like this, then they're not going to want to work with you anyway. And it goes back to that filtering. So now if I'm giving you the whole version of me, whoever wants to work with me is, right? So it wasn't the SEO and the content that was taken off because I'm not an expert at that. Like especially SEO, content, social media, yes. The SEO, I was very new to the space. So I can't tell somebody who's been in for 20 years what to do. But what I can do is tell you a story about how I got into sales or me or my son graduating high school or what I've done, or, you know, graduating junior high or him, me, him jet skiing for his 13th birthday, right? During the pandemic. Like mm. those are the things that I track. And it's like, man, that's a good dude. I would get a beer with that guy. I would go get lunch with that guy. I would do those things with that guy. And if you're thinking that, you probably would go to the website and see what the hell we do too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's all oh. just a, you know, it's just, it's just the journey. People want to find you. They don't want to be sought after. So if you can inject yourself into people's lives in the social media feeds, then you just increase your likelihood of being successful. Mm, love it. No, there is so much magic when those like frequencies like resonate It just find the right people like you're not going to walk into a, a networking conference and and get along with all 100 people there. You find the few people you vibe, you kind of ha- yeah. start hanging in the yeah. corner, you head to somewhere <laughs> else, like kind of like that's what you need to do. And that's what this content does or the steak yeah. or the jet skis or me. I have 
people that pop up from like World of Warcraft posts I did like in <laughs> exactly. 2020, and they're like, and I'm think I'm I'm thinking I'm developing this like big nice sales system and funnel and everything. I'm like, <laughs> it's working, and I asked where he like knew me from, and he's like, oh. Yeah, you posted this thing on World of Warcraft on LinkedIn, and I was like, "Oh man!" And it's and it'd be posts like that that you would never expect that a go and that it keeps somebody. But once again, it's like the medium rare steak; it resonated with the dude on a different level, just a person. You like World of War, so do I, man. Now we have something in common. Now, if you do need something, plus I like your content, so I think tell everybody else though when you talk about personal branding, think about your favorite YouTube creator, whether it's Mr. Beast, whether it's uh, Jake Paul, whether that, imagine you being able to get on a sales call with that guy or that person. What kind of cheat code is that? You're going to literally be like, oh my God, I can't believe I, I love you. And da, da, da. Ah. <laughs> you're just going to fucking lose it. <laughs> so imagine if you did that in the sales process as at a brand. It's, it's insane, right? So I've done it both at a small brand and I also have done it at a bigger brand when I did it at Hootsuite. So when I walked into Hootsuite, bro, I'm going to tell you straight up, I walked in there like a rock star. I never felt this in my life. In my career was like from day one, like, oh, we got Jared. It's like, holy crap. Like people are like coffee messaging and da da da. And like, you already know me and I don't have to introduce myself. Wow. And that's what content does, man. And it's made such an impact for my life where I was able to, to interview the CEO of Hootsuite, the CMO, shout out to, to Tom and Maggie, like all those people. We had great times. We did some amazing shit there, man. And it was all from the brand. So it can help you in your personal career. One, give you more, you know, visibility within the organization. If there's 1300 people in the org, how do you set, set yourself apart? Right. Especially if a salesperson, you inject yourself. There was times where they would put my thoughts on the Hootsuite, on the Hootsuite social media post from myself. So it was like, you know what I mean? And that's really cool. So think about those things that you could do to stand out and really drive business guys. Cause that's what it was. And it was all just me being myself, taking the risk. Going out there, everything is content. You go outside today, right now. You post something. That's content. You go. You about to prepare for this podcast. That's content. People are like, oh, it's valuable. What well, value is subjective? Mm. It's subjective. What's valuable to you, Trav, may not be valuable to me. What you have to do is post what's valuable to you, and what makes you feel good. I treat it like a journal. Treat it like a journal. Do I throw? Do I sprinkle business stuff in there? Hell yeah. Do I sprinkle in other stuff in there? Hell yeah. But it's really just to show you what I'm going through. So if you can see my stuff from back then, you remember from back then, bro, to now, yeah. it's like, whoa, it's like, damn, man, this dude is really doing something. But it builds a different level of rapport. One of the best, best things, uh, like there is the, the like keynote speaker, like authority category. Like there is that whole like wear a good suit don't like look yeah. sloppy <laughs> on stage. Like obviously there's value in that high level authority. But what, especially in the digital medium, it is so, so, so much more about relatability and having that piece. And what you just mentioned, the simplest strategy um, to, to, to wrap this up and move, move into our second half. But the, the simplest strategy for anybody listening right now is share the journey. Share the journey. And you literally have free content the entire time. And it is going to feel vulnerable. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It is going to feel embarrassing at times. But guess what? It's also going to feel amazing when you have moments like this and you see somebody capture a big win and you've been watching them build it for nine months. And like that level of connection and rapport is unmatched. So if there's any one synopsis to kind of take 
all of what Jarrett is sharing here and, and batch it in one. Start sharing the journey now. Uh, and that content will start filtering people, bringing people to your world, building relationships. You'll start moving higher up the food chain. Just do it. Just just do it. Come back just to us it. in six months. And we'll... Just do it. Just do it. We had no rhyme or reason, y'all. We just did it. And we just stayed consistent for three years. That's it. Oh, That's wow. It, just amazing. Amazing. So that was a brilliant story and lots of lessons to extract so now let's go even a little bit deeper in understanding your secret sauce. Like clearly you're doing something right over there. Um, <laughs> if you had to boil it down to something uh, in your world, uh, do you have a specific tool or application or system or what do you got going on over on your world Uh that we can at least attempt to duplicate and replicate in some sort of way. Do you have a specific pr process or system or strategy that we can approach biz dev, sales, and that whole business building adventure? I I'll be completely honest with you. So I've never had a scheduling system. I never had a scheduling tool. I never used to oh. I never done it. Everything I do is manually, bro. Wow. So I don't post at a time. I don't do anything. Whatever I feel that day is what I post. So if anybody's listening, what I would say is, your ability to tell a story is going to be one of your biggest assets. Your copywriting and your ability to tell a story. It's one thing to say, hey, I closed this new deal. But it's another to say, hey, I woke up this morning at 6 a.m. I was feeling really impactful today. I knew something good was going to happen. I got on the phone. I was doing this and da 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 And I spoke to John and da 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 It just brings you in, right? And that's just what it is. And, and it, it doesn't have to be fluffy, right? This is true. Like, for instance, I, I put something up last week, right? This is a true story. So I'm sitting there at the MSG game, the March Madness with the Kansas State University. I'm sitting next to a dude, bro, who's a legal counsel. He's there from Indiana. He's talking to his, um, he's with his, his daughter. He's like, I'm from Indiana. I brought her to March Madness. We're just hanging out. We're just drinking beers. We're like, yeah, we're just hanging out, shooting the shit. Ask me what I do. I'm like, yeah, man, I own my own business. I'm in marketing. He's like, yeah, I'm in legal. He said, let me tell you a story that you're going to love. He said, my guy, my, one of my best friends worked for Haynes. He was like, man, I was working for Haynes and he came to me with an issue. He was had a hundred thousand skews at his Michael Jordan undergraph underwear. He did all these, um, like these, um, these sessions, you know, like these focus groups with oh, men yeah. from five to 50, right? And they're like, Hey, we love Michael Jordan. We love the underwear. Hell yeah. We'll buy it. Nobody was buying sales. were tanking exec team is like, what the hell is going on? So he's sitting in there with his, with his friend. He's like, man, I don't know what's going on. What's going on? And then his friend, the legal counsel, where I'm sitting next to, asked him the million-dollar question. When was the last time you brought some damn underwear? He's like, I don't. My, my wife buys it. <laughs> Bingo. Oh. Bingo. And, that's the, and so they was targeting the wrong customer. They was targeting the wrong consumer when they should have been going after the women. And then if you'll notice, you remember those Hanes commercials, then it was Michael Jordan with like the Hanes showing and like the tight stuff and all that. You know what I mean? It was, we didn't want that. We just wanted to be like Mike. We didn't want to do Mike. <laughs> right. But like that, but that story right there, I put that up, but that was a real story. And it was something that had a lesson in it. Like that's a true story. So Think about what happens in your day-to-day -day life, man, and what you can create a story from, because that's what resonates with people. People don't want the fluffy, the BS. If it didn't happen, it didn't happen. But I just like my ability to storytell. And just by the grace of God, so much cool shit has happened with the universe aligning, bro. Like, I got stories for days, and none of it's been planned. And, you know, so I just tell everybody, be yourself. Have a, a burning desire and dedication and just a belief in yourself, and everything's going to happen because people are going to open the gates for you. People are going to want to work with you. But just be, don't be afraid of 
to be vulnerable. You have to be. Mm. You have to be. So powerful. And I keep seeing this thread again, more and more uh, common threads emerging, uh, I think, because we are getting so digital, which in a way is disconnecting those who can tell stories. It brings that back together. It brings that thing that you used to be sitting around a campfire telling stories. It was like our most natural version. So that's why when people are like, here's six tips to improve your communication (laughs) tips on whatever, like it doesn't quite like there is value in that. And like, you can, you can still like kind of snack on that, but it's not the core like meat that people are wanting and looking for. So when you're mentioning storytelling, I see it over and over the storytelling selling um, type of concept popping, popping up. Um, So I see it in business side on selling And then especially what you're mentioning is more on the content side. Uh, Could you share, if it exists, uh, your structure or your at least mental like framework for putting together a story or how to at least approach it um, so that people can avoid the rambling mess dilemma that I always fall into uh, when I try to get into telling good stories? Yeah, I, I got I got my my copywriter from Dave from DG. You know Dave Gerhardt? Yes. Yeah, from DG, bro. So he said something that always resonated: with sloppy, choppy, copy. <laughs> oh, fun. and that was his. That was the thing he said to me. And that, I, I had one interview with him. He told me that I'm like, you're right. So if you see it, most people, like if you look at a Justin Welsh or some of the big creators, right? They space their stuff out. Two sentences. Next, next thought. Next thought. Next thought. And it just has to flow well, right? For me, my biggest post, bro, was something that was just real organic to me. My, one of my biggest posts was, "Hey, I was 20 years old in the Bronx, and I was working at BBQ, smelling like ribs, and I'm like, my first child is about to come, and I'm like, what am I going to do? This isn't going to work for me. So I'm on Indeed, and I'm posting to all the types of jobs. A hospital call center job called me back. I go in there to the recruiting center. Didn't get that job, but a recruiter overheard me said, would you be interested for sales? I said, how much they're paying? He said, 40 case. Hell yeah. I'm making minimum wage. What do you mean? <laughs> he was like, sell me a pencil. <laughs> Sold him the pencil, like straight out of Wolf of Wall Street. Next thing you know, I'm making a video. Um, I went to his office the next day or something, made a video that he sent to the employer. And then I had an interview with them and I got the job. And that's how I got into digital sales. But when I first got in there, they're going around the room first day. Hey, I'm Jane. I'm this. I'm Jared. I'm like, hey, I'm Jared from the Bronx. I'm from Evander Childs High School. And I'm going to be a top seller here. Laughed me out the fucking room, bro. Laughed me out the room. And this is a true story. Shout out to my boy, Tommy McMaster. I know he, if he hears this, he'll love this. But um, that's what it was because I was hungry, man. I was hungry. I was straight from, I had nothing. If this didn't work, I don't know what I was going to do. And I damn sure wasn't going to sell like, smell like ribs no more. I couldn't do it. So I was that confident in myself. And then six months later, we were the top seller doing 250K a quarter. Like straight like that, man. So that's my story. So that was my story, my true story of how I got into sales. And that's one of the ones that took off, bro. Like it was just like, man, people from Germany, France, um, Africa, from the States, everybody was just like, man, I resonate. I felt that. And then once again, what it did was is humanize me. I'm not just a seller trying to sell you a technology. I'm the guy that went through some stuff and adversity to get here. And I'm trying to really, my goal is to talk to the young 21 year old me, not to sell you anything. So if I can talk to that person and connect with the 20-year-old version of me, I'm pretty sure I'm going to connect with somebody else that thinks similar to me that will want to do business with me. Wow. No, that's another such a, a recurring common thread of just bringing us right back to authenticity, rapport, relatability, 
we want to have this system and even i was trying to go for it with the story and you're like bro you have to just tell a real story like <laughs> just it. tell that's a it. real just actual real, real story real you don't story. structure it like a <laughs> I'm all expecting like, here's part A, here's B, here's the (laughs) conflict resolution. And I'm like, damn, he just went into an even better story than like trying to give it. Yeah, that's it's just like a a great like meta example. It took it took me it took me five minutes. It took me five minutes, bro, to make that five minutes. I literally was in the office was like, man, somebody reminded me of of that story. He was like, man, how you got into sales? I'm like, I told them that I'm like, shit, I'm posting it. And yeah. just literally posted it in five minutes. Didn't think nothing of it. I was like, it was just a Tuesday. It's always how it goes. It's amazing to see. Um, yeah. Definitely extracting some secret sauce here is the storytelling. It's everybody has it. This everybody. is what we're always looking for uh, to like think that it's something we need to get or like receive. And in actuality, it's already here and we have to somehow channel it, like let it get out in the right avenue and i think sometimes it's just about finding your format maybe te- like text and copywriting is very awkward but you crush it on video or you love design and graphics and visuals then you're gonna rock it on carousels um that's what i start to see here is like it's already within you is what i'm hearing from your store and just use real stories is the simplest it almost sounds like a cop-out like answer but you'd be surprised myself included how much people want to like structure it or artificially like, create what needs to be there, but it's already there, folks. Like it's already just there. Let you know it, the, the let biggest thing out. I hear, <laughs> the biggest thing I hear from people, bro, is like, Jared, how should I start? Or when I encourage people to get on, and it's like, oh, I gotta wait till next week, and my hair's gonna be right, and do this. I gotta come up with the right format, and it's like, no, no, just do it, just do it. You're, everybody's gonna hit. When you first started, bro, the same thing. I'm pretty sure it was one or two likes, three likes, four likes, and then out of nowhere, you got hit with the LinkedIn bug. You got hit with a post that fucking flew somewhere. It went to like 10, 20, 30, 40,000, and you're like, whoa, I'm not getting this on any other platform, and I'm gonna put invest my resources on this. We all have. If you're a creator on LinkedIn, you have it. So if you're a business, what I tell businesses, you need to create a system or a format for your employees to get hit by that LinkedIn bug. And if they get hit by it, it's going to drive revenue and drive brand awareness in ways that you're not even going to understand right now. So imagine if you had 50 Travis's or Jarrett's in your organization waving the brand flag, being themselves, sprinkling the company stuff in there, making the webinars cooler. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the sauce. That's Powerful, the sauce. Man. That is powerful. That is a lot of gold. More stories and just let it erupt. It's already within you guys. There's not a whole lot we can add. I think it's much more about letting it channel and and finding your fit for your voice out there. So this leads us to our next piece of the show. Uh, This is the quickest, fastest game show in the world. Welcome to (laughs) this or that. So the way this works is we are going to use a random generator to uh, give you two options. You simply choose one. And if you make it through all three rounds, we're going to hear what you're up to and how people can uh, support your world. So round one of this or that is pizza or Chinese food. Pizza. 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 I'm from New York. 
is New York. thin. Even though we do have some of the best Chinese food in the world in New York City, depending where you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Love it. All right. This one's a little interesting. A lake or ocean? Ocean. Ocean. He's an ocean man. He's ocean an ocean man. man. Nice. I'm a fisherman. I love it. Ocean. <laughs> oh, glorious. All right. Stained clothes or wrinkled clothes? Which would you wear? Wrinkled. I hate hate ironing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. All right. Congratulations. You made it through this or that. You just won the game, won the challenge. Your prize is... We'd love to hear what you are up to right now. How can this listener on the other end support you and your journey? Absolutely. So right now, um, I'm more focusing on my business. I'm the chief revenue officer at Outside the Box Digital. Uh, we have also have a show called More Than a Title Podcast. We're on season three. Last week, we had Solomon Choi, founder of the 16 Handles on. We've got a really cool guest. We got Corporate Bro. We've got so many ones coming on this year. Um, we got you coming on, Trav. We're getting you on, baby. Can't wait for that. So if you guys want to support, we got, um, we're got we on Spotify. We're on streaming platforms, Apple, um, Title, you name it. Um, and really what I'm focusing on is just creating more content, man. What I want to do is just inspire other people to try to do what we're doing, man, because this changed my life and I'm pretty sure it changed your life, Trav. And what I want to do is see it happen to other people. So for people listening, man, I'm from the Bronx. I did this in a two bedroom apartment in the middle of a pandemic and I made six figures through content creation. So if you can, if I can do it, you can do it. Is it hard? Yes. Is it a lot of work? Yes. Was there days I wanted to give up? Absolutely. Yes. But if you go through that and if you fight through it, on the other side, there's some really cool things, and there's really some cool people that want to meet you and want to help you. So, oh, boom! Oh my gosh, uh, absolutely amazing! It's been uh, a brilliant and highly, highly recommended uh, follow. Um, been amazing to follow the journey, man. So anybody here, uh, highly recommended to follow Jarrett on LinkedIn. Anywhere else, he's rocking and rolling online. It's an exciting adventure, and I can't wait to see what else is in store. So. I just have to take a moment to really just give you a, a true and proper recognition for I know the work that has to go in behind the scenes and that that type of content, that strategy, that perseverance, um, and just honestly the courage to lean into that authenticity that's already there. Um, it's one of those things extremely easy to say in situations like this. Yeah, Very difficult to take that next step and actually do it and live it for years and you have and i see it and i love it and i appreciate it man thank you brother and i and i appreciate you too brother like first of all you're the king of the carousel so we're gonna give you we're gonna give you your flowers too bro <laughs> you know what i mean you're king of the carousels because that's how i found you was through the super mario one the breaking yeah. bads and all of that bro so don't think i haven't watched man i support your journey man i thank you for supporting minds with you jp the team is done man you guys have done awesome shit for this industry and for a lot of entrepreneurs, professionals, sales folks, marketers, man. So keep going, brother. And any way I can support you, I'm here, man. Oh, we gladly will. Um, and we're going to turn the stage once more for a single listener uh, that's listening here right now. We went into a lot of the strategic stuff, the systems, the nerdy, this, everything we could uh, for practical advice. But there's somebody that might just be starting or trying to get to that next level and they're just stuck. What advice 
or motivation do you have to kick them into beast mode? Yeah, being stuck is just a is a mindset. You can get unstuck. It's all in your head. Everything is all about your mindset. So I speak to a lot of CEOs. I speak to a lot of business owners. And the common, the reoccurring theme that I get from them is their mindset, right? The people that actually fought through, the ones that slept in the car for six months to bootstrap their company, the ones that actually had the idea and figured out the systems and the places and how to get the credit and do those things, those are the ones that do it. So everybody is stuck at some point. But are you going to fight through to get yourself unstuck, man? And that's what you really have to do, man. We all we all felt it. I feel it. We felt I'm, I'm just started a business four months ago, man. We're at a five figure business right now. It is hard as heck. Feel stuck. But I would never put that in my mind. I'm never stuck because every day I'm moving forward. Celebrate your wins. The small ones, the big ones, the medium ones. Everything is a win. After losses, they're not losses. They're lessons. Take the lessons and learn from it. Grow from it. Be better. And every day, come on, three years from now, we've all learned, right? Three years from now, look at me now. I can't wait to see where we are three years from now. So get unstuck, take the mindset, shift your mindset, keep going. Boom, <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Jarrett Thomas. Yes, You're a beast.